I can't hear shit either, though. Should I be hearing stuff? No, because I haven't turned you on. Oh, okay. <sighs> blah, blah. Uh, all right. This there one we go. The funky one. Rooster. Okay, I'll be. Keep talking. Let me I'll be on it all night, man. I'll be on it all day. Straight up. Pimp, if you want me, you can find me in the air. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm good. on it. Right, I'm on it. I don't need that. I need that shit up because I'm up. <laughs> Turn me up in the headphones. Fucking right. <laughs> Turn, Turn me up in the Ha, 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 tequila. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. Oh, I can hear me too. Yeah. Yes, I can hear us. Are we recording? <laughs> yes, we are. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. My name is Chibi. I'm Ruru, the bird man. And this is After Two Tequila Shots, the opinions podcast where we talk about current events after taking two tequila shots. Caca, caca. It is always undistilled, unflavored, <laughs> unmarinated, raw to the floor, raw like reservoir dogs, but always distilled. distilled. Why are you trying to advertise our podcast like a white people cookout? It's just part of the package that comes to It is with not. Me. It is the antithesis of our package. It's also because sometimes I forget, or you hit that like record button early, and it's great because we get some like awesome just behind the scenes content, like the fact that we have a special guest today. Yeah. Uh, and then other times, it, then when you actually hit the play button and you're quick on the draw, then I'm just like, oh, I'm Duh. not ready. Not ready. <laughs> not ready. It's on the screen. I, yeah, <laughs> there's a screen in front of me. All good, all good. Hey, everybody, my name is Chibi. I'm a poet, performer, publisher, producer, and community organizer. And you know what? This week, I barbenheimered. Yeah, I you saw some movies. Hard. They were good. They were. Yeah, I would. I would go as far as to say great. They Both. were. They, they were pretty great. Uh, two A pluses. The two A's. Two A's. Yeah, and I wouldn't say stellar. Sure. But great. Um, uh, we spent the whole day at the movie theater. Uh, you know, Oppenheimer first. A it, lot of people did. Mm-hmm. I was not going to. No, you said, fuck that. No. Fuck that noise. Uh, but Oppenheimer first. And we got our tickets kind of late. And so we ended up, we, we went to the Palladium. And there they have these couples lounges. Yeah. There's just like a, a giant sofa chase thing for you and your couple friend to lay on. At the very front. Yeah, no, it's kinky. And so we were just laying there like... While the bombs were falling. All the things. So visually, it, it was very visually appealing and orally appealing. And uh, I thought the acting was spectacular. And then we went and had dinner with J.R. and Pinto. Yeah. Uh, nice little dinner there. Stoneworks. At Stoneworks. And then we went back for Barbie, which was exactly what I expected it to be. Absolutely nothing I expected it to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. It it was one of those things going into the movie. I was like, I don't know what this is going to be like. It is a toy that really the lore has gone wherever the cartoon or whoever had it in their hands at the time had it. So could have gone anywhere. It delivered. And I am happy that Mattel okayed the self-ridicule that happened in there and the um, self-indemnification that the movie did for Mm. Mattel and Barbie and the culture that it created. Because there's apparently a Polly Pocket movie coming out next. Oh, goddamn. And then maybe even a Hot Wheels movie to come combat the the Fast franchise. Haven't we had Hot Wheels movies? Who knows, man? Mm. They're toys. Cars. (laughs) Cars. Cars Cars is basically has been Cars is a Hot Wheels movie, you're right. Like like Cars, Cars 2, Cars 3, I don't know how many cars there were. Is it a a Hot Wheels movie or is it just a car movie about car toys it's about a kid who has a hot wheels collection who cannot get a girlfriend oh (laughs) 
That's the synopsis. That, 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 that is that, that sounds like a movie. Yeah. Uh, my name is Rooster. Uh, I I work here. Uh, Gemini's production. Happy to be here. Uh, this week I did not Barbenheimer, but I did relax. Post, yeah. post. You know what? I think that was a thing too. We had a a, a cool weekend that we recorded. Uh, when we were out with our friends. Yes, this is going to be far less chaotic than last week. Yes. Which, if you want more of that. And I just took the week. <laughs> I was like, I have I have other stuff to do, and I'm just going to just keep the keep the relaxation going. I was mm-hmm. mad I don't have a pool at my house. <laughs> so, yeah. you, you made the life choice to now start looking to invest in a pool. I am. and uh, But we also have a special guest today. That's right. So if you if you liked the chaos of last week, it might just be as chaotic with this one person. <laughs> it's it's um, a whole friend group in one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Paul, and I am I am chaos. Uh, he ain't shit. Yeah, I, I have I've gotten better, and it's really weird because I find myself now in places where I'm like making the right decision to do the right thing. Oh, this is no, so uncharacteristic. No, no, right, of you. and then, then I look at it and go. What the hell is wrong with Look you? Look at you being a morally upstanding <laughs> citizen. Uh, like, what in the hell? Like, wh- why? Yeah. And I, I don't understand it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm slowly... Are you slowly... helping old ladies cross the street now? It, taking it's... off your jacket and putting it over puddles? No, no, that was a nice jacket. I'm not Wearing doing condoms. that. Wearing condoms. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> condoms. Condoms. Condoms? What, what's, what's, what's that? Oh, yeah, no yeah. idea. Condoms? No. Yeah, 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 don't know what condoms are. Yeah. Now, for all of our lady-identifying listeners, they know to stay... Clear or close or close. Yeah, hey, look, hey, of Paul. Hey, 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 hey. yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Paul is on the pod with us today. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff. But Paul has we... been on the pod. Yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul is the first we're, guest. We're, yeah. we're starting a trend now. Like it's like the race is on between who's been on more. Uh huh. You're. I think it's a tie for like twice. I think everyone's only been on twice. Jr's twice. Wait, you're wait, twice, wait, wait. and Caitlin's wait, twice. Yeah. Wait. Time out. Yeah. There are people who have been on twice already. Yeah. And this is just my second time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because we're bookending with you. You were the first guest on our pod, and you might be the last guest of the season on our pod. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you swing that, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. I mean, yeah. he, you did comment on, you know, like, what, you have headphones? This wasn't here before, and look at all these extra mic stands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, the first Sheep. time I think I was holding my mic in my hand, and... and there was no sound. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I was on it till I listened to it later. So, yeah, yeah but you listened. I, oh, I, 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 I listen weekly. No, that's not true. I don't want to lie. I listen. Look at him being a morally upstanding person. I hear you lie. No yeah. more. He could have just what? stuck with the lie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I've listened to every episode. Okay. That's what I can say. I listen, listen to every episode. There, there, there are times where I'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't listen. And it'll tell me um, three new episodes. Like, oh, shit. Well, let me go back and listen to all three of these episodes. There we go. That's the title of this New Paul is the shit. <laughs> he might not wear condoms, but he asks if you're on birth control. Yeah. There you go. Polite gentleman. Birth control? <laughs> what are these things y'all are speaking of? Oh, uh, we got a lot to get into, but before we get into that, uh, Rooster, talk about this uh, tequila sh- uh, combo you brought here because it came with its own shot glasses. came with its own so- shot glasses. I brought it for two reasons. One, because the name. It's ha 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 Spelled the J-A-J-A way. Which I think is alluding to Jalisco, not necessarily ha-ha. Well, but see. Or? Ha-ha is high-quality small-batch tequila that brings the laughter Ah. and celebration of family and friends. Uh Uh, Thoughtfully crafted, ha-ha is sweet and herbal, inspired by the lightness and free-spirited days and intimate nights, bringing the long weekend and energy to the everyday. Mm -hmm. That's That's like some, like, I don't know. 
like sex in the city type shit. Mm -hmm. But the other reason why I got it, it came with these shot glasses that I don't know if they're offensive or not, but maybe one mine says tequila made me do it. Mine says no chaser needed. Okay. I think we switched shot glasses. Well, then, oh, then there's four of them. I had that one. Oh, that's cool. And then there's one that says one closer to speaking Spanish, and then another one that says work those biceps. Mm. But the main reason why I got it is because it was voted the 2023 Tequila of the Year. Really? Gold medal winner, San Francisco World Spirits Competition 2021. Gold medal winner, uh, SIP Awards 2021. Platinum Best in Class 2022. Uh, tequila of the Year, the London... Spirits competition 2023. Mm. So congrats, haha. Congrats. Uh I will say that first shot. Like you, you know what's funny me. about awards though? Like I know a uh, and I'm I'm not taking shots when I say this. I know unintended. like a, I know like right. <laughs> <but intended. laughs> mm -hmm. I know like a uh, a poetry venue that won like um This sounds like you're taking a shot. Yeah, yeah. They won like <laughs> um best poetry venue mm -hmm. of the, the country, year. Yeah. Of the it, yeah, best poetry venue venue in the country for that year. Uh -huh. And I'm like, yeah, but who voted? Exactly. Like, like it becomes a, yeah, you won an award, but who voted? <laughs> yeah. Cause this is a, a London based award for best tequila of the year. Oh, is it? Well, see, yeah. And I mean, like, and for, I'm wondering, for maybe, what the fuck do they know? I mean, yeah. I want to go to like the West side and see who votes on the best tequila of the year. Uh huh. I bet it ain't, huh? I want, I, 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 why is this not hosted in Guadalajara? This tequila. Mm competition yeah why not hosted where the tequila is made because mm -hmm. mm. i will say like that first shot like punched me like that was a lot of burn she from burns. the get-go but then i got the lingering floral notes it's got some fruity flavors to it As smooth. I'm going back to it i'm like okay it hits a lot harder for how smooth it is which is usually not never the case yeah yeah so best tequila of the year i don't don't know i don't dislike it what's what's the price point on this 35. I'd pay 28 for it. I give it a B. Yeah. Yeah. Solid B. B. Yeah. It's not bad, people. And, and it's cute. It's called haha. -ha. You know, if you want to entertain. I also think it, this is like tequila for the brunch crowd. Ah. You know, because the bottle this. is, it's most of the, the tequila bottles come in this very sort of uh, like ancient mission facade, kind of keeping with the textures and look mm. of like. Mexico. This one looks like it fell out of a suburban mom. This this label looked like it was designed on Canva. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely mm. a Canva label. That yeah. is definitely a Canva label. Well. Here's my question that I was going to ask about tequila. Okay. Specifically about tequila. As, as the non-drinker um, on the pod today, um, after two tequila shots, y'all drink two tequila shots and then. And then hit record. No, no, right, and but throughout the show, y'all may drink may drink another one depending on how you feel. No, we're drinking. There's, there's, it's definitely not a maze. Okay. We definitely drink sometimes the whole bottle. So that was my that was my question. Like, what happens with the remaining tequila? But oh, we I drink it. There is no remaining tequila. No, it depends. Because we've had some bad tequila. There's a whole bottle of whiskeyla. Which is whiskey tequila combo. <laughs> Got you, you heard that episode. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I, that shit that's, has not that dropped still in my freezer. Inch. But see, and that's, that's why I was asking because I'm like, do they just if if they don't like it, is it a uh, we're just gonna? Yeah, you stockpile I mean, it in case the war with Russia lands on America. Whiskey has been the only one though. Like okay. all the other ones, either we finish them on the pod or we finish them throughout the week. Gotcha. Okay, we'll just we'll just finish drinking them. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by we, I think I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of things that fell out of suburban moms, let's get into our major news event recap of the week. 
Because Greg Abbott definitely fell out of some suburban mom. Sure did. Mm. Them, them alphabet boys, they're mm. suing them. The federales. Mm-hmm. We mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago that Greg Abbott had decided to deploy some barbed wire covered buoys into the Rio Grande mm-hmm. to deter illegal migration. And then last week we briefly mentioned that it looked like he was going to be sued by the Department of Justice. There was already a private citizen that was suing him, and now it is official. Yeah, they gave him them that paperwork. And I guess this is... I, Cease and desist, motherfucker. He has, his uh, argument back has been that he is taking the reins over what he feels that the national government should be doing to protect our borders, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. I guess my question is this. Um, I don't even think it has anything to do with the border, with the reason why I put it on here. It's really more or less a case of the 2024 presidential election. Yep. And Ron DeSantis is losing bad. (laughs) Ron is out here looking straight butthole <laughs> and it's hilarious to watch uh-huh. um i kind of feel like abbott is positioning himself to pull a to, in in the parlance of fast and the furious yeah to uh you know what i'm saying slingshot which i believe is a racing move ahead of the pack uh-huh. because right now it's bad and that's from talladega nights not and, oh, yeah, 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 talladega nights yeah I yeah. could see how the two same could be grade confused. level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think I think DeSantis is like doubling down on his whole woke culture attack, and that doesn't necessarily seem to be translating as well across outside the state lines of Florida. Right. Whereas this is definitely a uh, uh, reaching into the grab bag of Donald Trump tricks and being like, oh, yeah, he built the wall. I put the buoys, you know, barbed wire right. buoys. Like, yeah. look at this tangible thing that I did to protect my border because fuck the national government and I'm going to be the next national government leader. Allegedly. First of all, Greg Abbott will not win presidency. Um and this is going to sound very ableist and saying it. Look, I, we said that about Trump. I No, no, no. See, I, I didn't say that about Trump. I, I thought Trump had a real chance at some point. Like, mm. initially, I thought Trump was just playing around. And then at some point, I was like, oh, he might win this shit. Because mm. he was well, doing... Because you... I, I'm not speaking for you when I say you, but I feel like, I feel like the majority of people mm-hmm. felt like... Who's going to really throw away their vote on a fucking, like, television personality? Yeah. Right. Like, it's like when Howard Stern ran for president. No, no. But initially, I didn't think Trump had a chance of winning, mm-hmm. but Trump did the thing of letting the rest of them beat each other up. And, and flaming the fuck out yes. of them. Yeah. And, and and he was the last guy standing. I, I That being said, Abbott will never be the last guy standing. Uh, <laughs> Therefore... Wait, I, I have an official sound effect for that. <laughs> We're getting canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you invited me on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was only better for the first part of this. Hey, look, if you can't flame the fascists, who can you flame? There you yeah, go. but I, but I, I don't think that Abbott has a like a real chance to win though. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he throws yeah. his name in the when you look hat. at the field, also like I, it's this weird, complicated thing where you have like Tim Scott. I think he's from South Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki Haley, also from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of South Carolinians just really, really want to be president. And then you have Ron, who's just really, really looking like shit out there. He's mm-hmm. on his like fourth restart of his campaign. Not really landing messaging, getting booed at events, getting yeah. getting harassed by MAGA supporters, 
And I think we're I think we're going Biden Trump round three. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I, Jesus. I, I think if the only thing that stops that from happening are the indictments. Like I think. See, and that's the other angle too. Right. Is mm-hmm. I think that a lot of these cats are lining up because they're trying to wait for that shoe to drop. Wow. Like if he does time, <laughs> which is in play, which is insane to think that this guy is running for president basically so that he can but shake we t- off but the But we charges. talked about this. If he does, if he gets convicted and does time, that does not disqualify him from running for president. I think that Congress would do finally do something. I, I think because you. You can't literally have a president behind bars making out orders. Legally, you can. Legally, you can. <laughs> but that's like some mob boss shit. Yeah. And I, I'm going to stand on this. Uh, and I know people are going to hate me for saying this. If Trump is convicted, if he's convicted, I would hope that the sitting president would not pardon him, but give him clemency so he doesn't actually have to go to jail. Because at the end of the day, he is still a former president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And I do not think that it ever looks good as a country if we're locking up our presidents. I mean, I don't think we already look good as a country. No, no, no. Right. 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 And and I think that would epitomize exactly what is happening in this country right now. We've gotten to the point where, yeah, a former president— is going to jail. Yeah, but maybe, I, I still you know. hold. I still. I still put a lot of, uh, a lot of respect on the office. Well, you know what doesn't happen anymore that needs to maybe come back. Exile. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like <laughs> he, he should like move. Edward Snowden would disagree. <laughs> well, no, he's on the run. Like that's a different kind of exile. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I, and and that's what it is. Is like, why can't we just exile this motherfucker to Costa Rica uh, or something? Because yeah. I think that's really what you have to do with Trump. I agree. I don't want any president, and that's a lie. Fuck Andrew Jackson. Um, <laughs> but. I think that if if he he is is an accountability measure because Trump's big force majeure is that he can draw these crowds, he can sell his snake oil, and he can get these motherfucking idiots to believe in lizard pedophile but, people. But, but right. I'll push back on this. His other force majeure is his knowledge of you know national secrets. No, no. And if totally. you push him in exile. I 100 percent. He him, don't know shit. He don't remember none of that. He mean like, yeah. you know what? Let nah. me go. Let me go buddy up next to Putin and take down this country. Which that's, is why the whole know. the whole like, and also in the news, he got more charges yeah. added to his case because more information came out mm-hmm. that he had individuals to destroy evidence mm-hmm. uh, and really keep the, the 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 secrets of his secrets hidden. But I think that that with him. Uh, exile is the only case. He's got to be doing his his one act routine in mm-hmm. like U- Yugoslavia or some some country like that. That's gonna promise him like, look, we're not gonna lock you up, but you can r- r- the rest of your days remain here, <laughs> and that's about it. Because if not, he's gonna stay in all these little towns. He's gonna be kicking shit in Florida, uh-huh. and it's horrible. I have a thought, and I actually had this thought because of something else that happened. So I want to move on to the next story to tie this all in. Not mm-hmm. the next story, but the, uh, one of the other stories. This past week, Mitch McConnell was giving a press conference. Yeah, and that motherfucker. <laughs> Froze. froze mid-sentence. He was buffering. He, he, no, he was paralyzed. <laughs> yes. Paralyzed for nearly a whole minute. 
and then just walked off and then came back and was like, I'm fine. And it was like, no, I think I saw you have a stroke on national television. What did they call it? They didn't call it a stroke. Though. They called it something else. They, they haven't called it any. Well, no, no, yeah, it was a, a medical uh, a medical situation. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Something. Obviously something medical, right? He fell down and had a concussion a while ago. Like, the man is Damn. 81, 82, yes, something like that. So my question to the panel slash thought is... Do we need to have age limits for our public offices? Much like, you know, to be president, you can't run for president until you're 35. Can we also say you can't run for president if you're over 70? I would say that's ageist, but I there is there's it, it could be, be, but it's also again looking well, at the, you know the importance of national security like if you're yeah. at an age where a stroke, a heart attack, a fucking, you know, trip and fall might take out the president of the United that States. That could happen to anyone. John so, F. Kennedy didn't have a stroke and he died. But is that a much... <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't... Well, yeah. it, it was a medical condition because his brain wasn't bulletproof, right. yes. yeah, yeah. but it wasn't really a medical <laughs> yeah. condition. It'd be your own people. Yeah. I they, are, they are at a much higher risk. I mean, and this sure. is for all, this is for presidents, congressmen, uh, but Ron Supreme Desan- Court. Ron DeSantis Santis is young. Do you want eight years of him? You know what I mean? Like, or, or who met, or, and then he'll still be. No, but I, I'm saying like, this is one of those things where like, you know, I have, I I have a line in my poem where it's like, I'm tired of having 80 year olds make decisions about our future. Like, do we really need someone whose life expectancy is less than a decade to be making decisions about the next 50 years of this country? I may have already said this on the pod and I I, want to ask y'all because if I haven't, then I've definitely said this in public a few times. I think the way we combat that is we lower the voting age to 16 or if you basically if you have a job because taxation without representation is what this whole country was allegedly founded over that and slavery and (laughs) the subjugation of women Um, and the genocide of the Native Americans. So if if you have a job at age 16 and you pay taxes, I think you should have the right to vote. And because of that, I think if you 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 open it up to younger people getting into the political sphere, then you'll start to see that age decline, because what we end up happening is you have 18 year olds who don't really care that much about politics in the first place. They can join the military, but they can't drink. They can go to war, but they can't smoke a doobie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then by the time they actually care, they're already in their 30s. And then they look to the individuals, normally men who look like their fathers who are now boomers and older. So I think the cycle continues. Mm -hmm. But I think if you lower it, now you have people looking towards the Rage Against the Machine generation. (laughs) People that actually have time to look into politics because all they do is go to school and don't have to have a job. And are pissed off. Uh You know, like they are angry. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I also think if the age of retirement is 65, then you can't hold public office after 65. Mm. You've served your time. Paul, what do you say? I do believe that there should that there should be an age max. I, I think that and I don't think it's ageism as much as because if there's an if there's a bottom. Yeah. Then why not have a top? Right. Mm-hmm. Like at, at I under- mean, all gay men would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um but I guess I would know, though, wouldn't I? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah, but if, there, if there's, like... I a think minimum age, there should be a maximum we, age. We should have a maximum age for the sole purpose of if... Right, if you're going to die... Not you're going to die, but your life expectancy is 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. but you're making policy for the next 50, it's like, well, 
this policy shouldn't last past. And that's your, being generous on right. some of them. Some of them are on the clock. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is, is on the Mitch clock. Is on the clock. <laughs> Mitch is on the clock. Mitch like, got a year. Like, <laughs> if. I, dude, I mean, Clarence Thomas is on the clock. He yeah. has had medical it, issues. That's and, another one. You know, mm-hmm. like where the Supreme Court. Like, why do we have these people you for know, life? For life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess the non-ageist way to do about go about it is term limits. But still, like, you know, like I, I honestly, I didn't need Joe Biden running this past term. Yeah, you know, I don't this need past election. This, I don't need. Definitely don't need him running this election, right? So it's, you know, I look at examples like him, uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, Senator Feinstein, who Mm -hmm. like just this clip uh, where they were approving the uh, defense spending budget. Where it's like, Senator Feinstein, how do you vote? And Senator Feinstein says, I would like to put it that and like starts to like explain it. And somebody's like, just say I, just say I. Like at this point, they're fucking puppets. Yeah. You know. Bernie. Bernie's. Oh, yeah. Bernie's on the clock. Yeah. yeah. Bernie's on the clock. Like, we didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think uh, we're going to start a revolution. Shout out to Barack, bro. He left, bro. He is <laughs> out. He's hanging with the celebrities. He is gone. He's yeah, like, I, mean, I don't need the stress. I don't need to be around all you white people. But You know that was Michelle's. It was, yeah. It was maybe. 100% Michelle being like, I went through it twice. We're, we're doing our own thing now. Yeah. No, but dude, look at, look at. Barack, look at uh, Jimmy second, Carter, second Bush, Clinton. Yeah, like when, uh-huh. when they got done, they were like, "No, nah, I'm I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't I don't have to ever." Do That's this why again. I think Bill was George so mad at Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Bill was <laughs> low key mad at Hillary. Like, you want to get do what? You want to run for what? That's <laughs> doing this shit again. Like, yeah. you know how, how dumb this stuff is. George mm-hmm. W. decided he's a painter all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like trying to atone for like the <laughs> Iraq War in these ways. So weird. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I mean Eminem wrote mosh about that motherfucker, <laughs> and now and like I remember being like, yeah, fuck Bush, and now I'm just like, nah, it's a nice painting, George. <laughs> Like, like, the like color he, scheme looks wonderful. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. not a horrible person now. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Carter's building houses in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they know. Get the fuck out. Uh speaking of people that are being criticized, so Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick recently came under fire by a Texas AM professor in this professor's class. Uh, and that professor has since been suspended. Do you have details on this, Rooster? I know uh, I sent it to you, but I... You did. Let me see here. I believe the, he was criticizing the handling of the opioid crisis. Yes. Joy Alizondo, an expert on the opi- opioid crisis, was placed on paid administrative leave and investigated after a student accused the Texas A&M professor of disparaging Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick during a lecture. Um, the chancellor who holds the highest ranking position in the A&M University system, communicated directly with the lieutenant governor's office about the incident. That seems a little weird. Mm -hmm. Promising swift action less than two hours after the lecture ended. Uh, They sent a link to Elizondo's professional bio shortly after. Uh, They said that Elizondo has been placed on administrative leave pending investigation. Refiring her should be finished by the end of the week. Um, so then it becomes a, a message, uh, an issue of free speech. Mm-hmm. And so my, my question is I, not necessarily, is this the first step, but is this just another step in the direction of 1984 of like handmaid's tale of like V for vendetta? Like y'all cook first. Cause I can, I, mm. you know, like we're at this point where like, you can't even, uh, objectively criticize the actions of political figures in a public classroom without losing your job. I here here's where when I saw the story, my very first thought was, it's 
it really leads back to the school. And maybe it's because I have these weird th- feelings about Texas A&M anyway, mm-hmm. of it being a good old boy school. Yeah. Because that's how I feel about Texas A&M. So if, if you go to the good old boy school, you're teaching at the good old boy school, you can't talk about the good old boys, right? You can't, you cannot do it there because then you run the risk of being suspended. But if you don't do it, do it there, then aren't you just adding to the problem of the good old boys staying in their little good old bubble and never learning anything outside of that? And that just spread begots more good old boys. Do, do they want to change? I mean, I think not everyone that goes to A&M a subscribes to that, but B at the very least it drops a question. He, he, okay. Here's the thing. I hear what you're saying. Not everybody who goes to A&M subscribes to that. And I agree that not everybody who goes to A&M subscribes to the good old boy ideology. However, if A&M has that type of lure about it and you choose to go there, you're kind of subscribing to it. And and I, I say that like I'm never going to a Jason Aldean concert. Right. <laughs> you should. It, it, uh, <laughs> besides that one song, you know, you got bangers. <laughs> I'm never going to a Jason Aldean concert, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, because of the lore that surrounds the concert now, I'm like, mm, I, I I know what's there. Even though he has bangers, I now know that if I go to a Jason Aldean concert, when he starts to sing the new song... There's probably going to be some white nationalists. It, it's around. probably going to be some problems. Sure. I feel the same way about... I've always felt this way about A&M, though. Like, the it's school, a Texas thing. The school has had this lore for quite some time. Uh-huh. And so if you choose to go there... You're choosing to accept the lure. And see, having plenty of people, including my brother and sister that went to A&M. Yeah, they're that, racist. That yeah, I they're racist. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, what are you yeah, your brother and sister's <laughs> racist. Fuck. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they're not. I, I, um, that that's not necessarily the case. And then also to go back to a quote that you shared with me forever ago about how it is not just the burden of the oppressed to liberate themselves, but to liberate and educate their oppressor. Like that, that is part of like, yeah. That's some shit he made up though. Like that's, that's not, I read that off the bathroom wall. That <laughs> <laughs> right next to, uh, no, that's some shit because, <laughs> because if we don't, then they, then they won't. Right. And then they will just stay within their white supremacist mindset for the rest of their lives, you know, and it just continues to grow and perpetuate the problem versus infiltrating and trying to dismantle the problem from the root. There's another quote that says, Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Yeah, that and sounds that, like some woke ass shit. And, 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 and that's how I feel about Texas A&M. I don't, and, and this is just from growing up in Texas and, and seeing how they used mm-hmm. to be. And the fact that I know fresh out of high school, um, I went to Prairie View A&M University and learned the history of Prairie View A&M University and that it was created mm-hmm. because blacks couldn't go to Texas A&M. Mm. So Prairie View A&M University, which is like right outside of Houston, became an HBCU because blacks couldn't go to Texas A&M. So I always say, like, go where you're celebrated. Mm-hmm. Go, go to the places that welcome you and want you, not the places that are taking you because affirmative action says they have to mm-hmm. or used to say they have to. Now they but this, uh, sure, as a student, but this is on the conversation as a professor. Like A&M just recently had the same similar scandal about they were trying to bring in a journalism right. profession, mm-hmm. professor and all that that went to shit. However, it went to shit to where it was like, no, never mind. Just kidding. You can't she come teach to, here. She went back to uh, UT, UT Austin. Yeah. yeah, UT Austin. And I think as, you know, 
great as it is to have like intellectual minds at places like UT Austin, at some point it just becomes preaching to the choir versus making any actual change. I hear you. Yeah, you, I mean, you're right, though. You, like, like, I don't know. The, the solution is burning him down. <laughs> the whole system because yeah. what the fuck is an Aggie <laughs> the, the solution that, yeah but but I do see Chibi's point in that like places like A&M need to sort of get into 2023 specifically you mm -hmm. can't have these these major universities that get millions and millions of dollars from like the the government mm -hmm. from the state from so from black yeah. students who go there uh, and, and other minority students who go there and, and then and then have a completely just good old boys curriculum. Mm -hmm. And and but I do agree with Paul because as a lifelong Texan, it's A and M has never been my my college. No, sure. But like and it but and and, and it was never just dressed in, in in as simple as like, oh well we're like a UT family, we're a Rice family, we're a whatever family. It was just like, no, you don't go there. Mm -hmm. right. And the first time I even went there to Bryan College Station because of Amir Safi, shout out to Safi. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, it was like a culture shock. And I was like, Yeah, this is this exactly what i thought it was yeah. going to be i mean but to go off of your quote you know like you've, uh, go where you're celebrating not when you're tolerated then what the fuck are any of us doing in texas we were here it was we were here. We were yeah. here. well well y'all were, no, were here yeah. because, yeah. Yo, like like you know mexico like, mexico what are black oh, people doing in texas what are no, queer people doing in texas black people what moved is? to texas because mexico abolished slavery right and so they were they were getting to mexico and this was mexico and mm -hmm. and, and and all that and then a lot of the buffalo soldiers moved here uh after uh what? i'm just but what i'm saying if if those of us that do and not we love texas if the, yes we do but that's why like if those of us that that don't represent the the good old boy stereotype of Texas. Well, we don't just represent said, well, the power structure. Fuck, fuck this state because it's against me. Let me just fucking leave. We're just adding to the problem because no, no, then, no. I'm not saying fuck the state. I'm just saying fuck a and Yeah. Well, now you're cherry picking where you want to apply your adage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, well, but you're also like maxim maximalizing like the adage. You're saying like, well, the state of Texas hates us. And I disagree. I know I, all the all these white people love Mexican food. Sure. All these white people love to have like the one black friend. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Texas, at least, oh. go go pull that shit in fucking Tra Oklahoma. Go Trans to, people and women in Texas would disagree. Go to a white wedding and and, and see how many times you hear the wobble. Like mm -hmm. it's it's a thing. Like yeah, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> they they love us. Culturally, mm. <laughs> and the, they yeah. tolerate us. Yes. No, no, no. They, they love they us. They love us culturally. They just don't want me at the wedding. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah they, they want the music. They want the the atmosphere. Mm. They want the vibe. They just don't want me to show up because, yeah. yeah, you know, well, well white or people, women to white have reproductive and, rights. White people. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> or trans kids to live. They just learned about trans kids. Period. That's the problem. And yeah. then they freaked out, and yeah. that's wrong. And they gotta. We got to change all that. But no, yeah, they just learned that that was a thing. I'm going to ask a question, and this is kind of going back to the Greg Abbott situation, but kind of tying all this in a little bit. Um, And and maybe maybe I am um, blind to it, but is, and what's the proper term? Is it illegal immigration? Yeah. Is illegal immigration really a problem? Like, it, it doesn't affect... I can cook on this. It doesn't affect my job. Like it's, it's I've never lost a job right. to an immigrant. Mm. It doesn't affect my housing. It doesn't affect, I don't see any tangible effects of immigration on me at all. So when I hear Abbott putting up the, the wall the or the buoys or whatever, um, 
my my immediate thought is there is no real problem. You're just selling the idea of a problem. Like when Trump said that they put a wall around San Antonio and it ended crime. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he said that. You can look that up. He actually said they put a wall around San Antonio. Yeah. It's the weirdest shit. But like, I don't know. And, and once again, maybe it's because I'm insulated and it doesn't affect me. I don't know that illegal immigration is a problem. Right. Go. So there, there. I'll kind of break it down in three ways. I like three ways. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with no condoms. Uh, there are so or, or both control. <laughs> on, uh, so the 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 one sort of surprising, shocking to white America way that that immigration trips them the fuck out, and this ha- this isn't even illegal immigration, is through refugees. So like uh, an example is I believe it was in like around Minnesota. There was a huge influx of Somali refugees in the 90s, and then a lot of racism happened and stuff like that. But then eventually, over the years, the Somali refugees just became acclimated. Now everyone's like, oh, we've been love these Somali refugees. It's like lies. But now they become acclimated. But that tends to happen kind of similar to like when like Katrina happened in New Orleans refugees came to san antonio like com- there's there's always these these cultural conflicts that happens syrian refugees whatever um and that sort of changes this cultural dynamic and it freaks out a lot of white america where they're like oh my god like everything's changing and it's like no it's literally your one little slice of mm-hmm. the world well america's america and white america is scared of losing its identity to all these other cultures because it doesn't really have one that part okay right second thing is and this is where we're starting to have a problem now is there's this whole republicans don't have talking points so it goes to what you were talking about where it's like are they just making up these narratives just to make it and it's like yeah it's because they don't actually have plans for how to make anything better Mm -hmm. so they have to pick trans fights they have to pick illegal immigration fights they have to pick abortion fights uh anything that they can't joe biden is a pedophile fights like things like that just so that they stay relevant in the minds of their voting base and most of them are just not at all really that attuned to what the hell is actually going on so when they're afraid of 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 immigrants for a long long time the 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 argument was oh they're taking your job but to your point that's never that's happened no. right and it's definitely not happening now because the the unemployment rate is at like its historic low of all time right. uh so it's like whose jobs are they taking but we're also having this other problem which is there's a lot of jobs that need people to work them. And most of those jobs were done by immigrants. Mm-hmm. And maybe they didn't have all the credentials, but they were the ones busting the tables, you know, cooking the food, working construction, doing all these jobs that are not being filled right now that you hear a lot of mostly white people complain mm-hmm. about. And where it is creating a problem and where I think some Republicans are pointing at and even maybe some Democrats pointing at like, see, this is a problem is in that it's taking away public resources to deal with the problem. Right. In terms of creating shelters, in terms of housing, all these illegal immigrants that are coming in mass numbers. And so, like, that is taking away public funding, public resources to, you know, like to throw at this issue. But the reason that that's happening is because there's no real solution or pathway for these illegal immigrants. Right. Well, All of uh, many of them have said, like, I just want to work. Like, just let, let me in. Let me get a job. Let me live my life. But because I can't, I ha- because it takes six to months to two years to go through this process. I'm stuck being a ward of the state 
Right. Until you let me in. And if they would actually work towards creating a system that allows for, okay, you're coming in, you know, illegally because you're claiming, uh, you know, like asylum, then let's process you and get you where you need to be. They had no problem. And this is completely funded by racism because fueled by racism because they had no problem green lighting and fast tracking asylum uh status for ukrainian refugees mm-hmm. right that should happen in a fucking heartbeat and right. i'm not saying that it shouldn't i'm saying that it should across the board right but because these Im- these illegal immigrants are coming from you know black and brown countries yeah then it's an issue and and that goes to point number one, which is the right Fox News, Newsmax generation has this giant fear of what, what they're calling like white genocide, cultural the great erasure, the great erasure. And it's this fear of like, if we have open borders, you're, you're just going to have a flood of black and brown immigrants from Africa, from Mexico, from China and, and, and Asian countries come to the United States and then just culturally take over. And then everything they quote unquote built will be for nothing. Well, if we didn't have the CIA starting civil wars in South America, they wouldn't have had to leave in the first place. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but, but see, <laughs> here's the thing is like in 2008 and I'll never forget this was, I remember there was a, a, an individual who I met who was from like Michigan when like all the car factories were closing down, who moved to Texas. Cause that's where the jobs were. Uh-huh. Mexico's closer to Texas than Michigan. Like there should, be a freedom like if there's jobs here and there's people who are willing to travel to work for them what is the problem yeah but we don't live under that sort of social construct of like people moving is okay because it becomes this weird paranoid fear of like well but they're getting the edge on us it's like the edge on us in what yeah like and that's where they never have the answer it's like what are you talking about it's like, well they get to go to our schools it's like you get to go to our schools like What's your problem? Yeah. And these are the same people that talk about like what the country was founded on and the principles of this country. This country was founded by, quote unquote, immigrants slash colonizers. You know, it was founded on the idea of like anyone can come here and make a life for themselves. Like you can't have it both ways, friend. Right. The The problem is we don't have a system to deal with the problem. Right. So then the problem becomes a problem. And this is why they're attacking education at like fundamental elementary, middle school, high school levels by erasing history. Mm -hmm. And that's why we just need to burn it down. Start a new system. This also came out in the news. Greta Thunberg was recently convicted uh, because she charges were brought up against her and other climate activists for refusing the police order to disperse after blocking road access to an oil terminal in the south of Sweden. Greta said, I've done my piece protesting now i'm laying in the street and you can run me over for your fucking oil or arrest me and they did and they charged her and found her guilty keep getting arrested ma (laughs) i mean this is where i think you know like we're we're headed in this country of like we've tried our you know political discourses we've tried our peaceful protests we've we've signed our petitions you know we've we we've done everything you needed us to do right i literally just saw this earlier today where some young activist you know she looked like she was maybe 18 stood up during a press conference that the white house press secretary was giving and just interrupted being like hey excuse me i just need you to answer for this we have you know, the community has protested in droves uh, in Alaska about how we don't want this oil pipeline thing happening. And Biden promised that he wasn't going to approve any other oil construction. And now here you are approving this other oil construction. Like, 
We're tired. We've done everything we need to. You're ignoring us. This is where I think we have to really find, find and then define the new American culture. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you're like, may not catch this reference, but you remember like the new South when that was a thing. Like I I do remember the new South. The philosophy of the new South and how it will rise. Yeah. That's what I think we need. It's this philosophy. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? No, he has no idea yeah. what the new South is. Is yeah. this some NWO shit? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. it was just this I idea. I meant the wrestling group. No, yeah. Oh, I totally got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I thought you meant NWA and was like, damn, Chibi doesn't know shit about hip hop. <laughs> now. <laughs> I made the right reference. Yes, you did. You did. Um, but it's this, it was this sort of philosophical movement that, that, that kind of began like post civil rights where it was looking specifically at the South and all the violence that had occurred during the civil rights movement, where you still had like a lot of black leaders, a lot of black cultural movers and shakers and church leaders and and communities who were looking at it. Like we we're not leaving, like Mm -hmm. this is our home. We love it. Mm -hmm. And the, and the future forward is, us. The new South and its business and its community and it's how we rise. Mm. Um, and I think that's where what Amer- America doesn't have any fucking soul right now, mm-hmm. dog. No, I'm like, sorry. Hot we're dogs now falling. Ain't it. We're falling behind fucking like Sweden. And like, I'm not saying that as a knock against Sweden, but like these motherfuckers eat fucking mackerel like five times a day. <laughs> we have tacos and we're still falling behind these motherfuckers. And I, I think with the Greta thing, honestly, it. We, I hope we start seeing more of this, more of, 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 of protesters actually being willing to put something on the line because, mm-hmm. because far too often, um, and I, I'd, I, I got a point where I talk about don't make me a hashtag. Like if anything happens to me, burn some shit down. Don't mm-hmm. don't just make me a hashtag for social media's sake, right? Um, far too often, we have started looking at social media as the only form of civil unrest, the mm-hmm. only form of 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 action. We're gonna we're gonna hashtag a thing, and we're gonna let that be the thing. No one is actually. Um, my, my buddy Nate would always say like, yeah, marchers are cute, but if no one is actually putting anything on the line, it's really just a parade, mm-hmm. right? It's really just like we we can have a march. It's but a if, wee mad parade. Yeah, but if, if no one is putting anything on the line, it's just a parade. Yeah. And and until we start actually seeing- Burning shit down. Yeah. Uh, at, Literally uh, yeah. and metaphorically. Yeah. yeah just, be willing to risk the- be willing to risk getting arrested. Be willing to risk getting getting um, sprayed by hoses and bit mm. by dogs. Like the civil rights movement happened because those people were like, "Fuck it, we're going to we're going to stand here, mm-hmm. even though we know we not we're going to be jailed, we're going to be attacked by dogs, we're going to be beaten by police sticks and all of that." Like you have to be willing to take the risk mm. in order for there to be progress. We can march all day long. Like shit, I marched into your house. <laughs> Nothing changed. Yeah. I wasn't offered anything to drink, That's but if right. I would have come in here and kick some shit over <laughs> and risk going to jail, you might've said, Hey Paul, would you like a water? <laughs> I would have kicked a lot of shit over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if that's the best uh, no, analogy not, for no, it. No, no, but, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> 
But but yeah, I think it goes to the like there's there's so much of this wherein the system is just inherently broken at mm-hmm. this point. You know, like we don't live in a democracy. Uh, but we're broken. Yeah. Like all, and, and, and I think that's the thing is the systems remain in power and the systems kind of will always lean into the status quo because that's what keeps them running. Mm-hmm. But we are, don't have a status quo. We have this weird cultural division. We have so exactly what Paul said, where like the Internet and Twitter and Facebook is this like arbiter of of our culture where we're not in the streets anymore. We're right. not living in face to face reality anymore. We're angry about shit. We read that someone may or may not have lied about. We have like no basis for this shit. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and now we stop having community. We stop having a lot of people coming together in any real meaningful way to then put something on the line or right. feel like, no, we have to, to, to stand up and do something. Well, I think because we've been, we've been sold this lie for so long. No, uh, we bought, no, fuck <laughs> that. It's not that. You know what it is? It's, it goes back to the, the writer's strike. You know, one of the, and I don't remember if I said this, the easiest way to end this fucking writer's strike is everyone needs to get rid of their Netflix. Everyone needs to cancel every fucking subscription they have, go back to basic cable and go buy DVDs. The writer's strike, over they're, they're, the checks are coming back the old way they did but we get comfortable right. because we're always getting sold comfort and we and it's death by like little inches and cuts time and time Dude, again i was mm-hmm. gonna say this so growing up um there was a uh on, on my brother's block uh there were probably three houses that sold drugs on my brother's block um and there was a lady at the end of the block that one day put up a sign that said they are selling drugs on my block. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like she painted it with, like it was a huge sign. Uh-huh. They're selling drugs on my block. The, she knew that this was going to create a problem for the three houses that were selling drugs. She put this sign up anyway, like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to do a thing. This is no hashtag. This is no mm-hmm. fake protest. She was like, I'm making a change. I'm putting this sign up. And, the sign got knocked down a couple of times. She kept putting the sign back up. She put up a second sign. By the time she put up her second sign, two of the drug dealers moved because the police started driving down the street more often. Mm-hmm. The police started showing up more often. And I'm not for over-policing, but this woman decided to take a stance against what was happening on her block. My brother was one of the other drug dealers, so he kind of just stayed. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> this ain't Vlad. Uh, this ain't Vlad. Yeah, this, we ain't trying to get yeah, lumped yeah, in with yeah, Vlad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. But but no, but but in, in in he wasn't moving much anyway. But anyway, allegedly. allegedly. Um, but in that moment, like I look at that and say that that's what we have to start doing on on a grand scale. Yeah, it needs like, to be disruptive. Like we, we we need to be disruptive to mm-hmm. so the babies, to yeah. ourselves. Because because mm-hmm. I I can easily hashtag some shit but until I'm willing to get arrested like Greta mm-hmm. was I'm not changing anything yeah and I agree with you what I'm saying is that like we've been sold this lie of like this is the, if you want to make change this is the way to do it right you should register and go vote and all, all these you know sign your petitions and mm-hmm. all these you know like we're a country of peaceful protests and that's how change happens and blah 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 and blah, that's blah. not how change happens and that's not it and no. especially when we have systems that are systematic that are designed for change not to happen. I looked at this uh, report where the state of Georgia recently like redrew its districts yeah. and only one district in the whole state of Georgia had a predominantly black Was it Georgia or was it uh, population. Alabama? 
It might have been Alabama. It was Alabama. God, it was Georgia. It was Maybe it's Alabama. Yeah. How are you going to tell me? Yeah. That one that in this you know American South that is very black heavy. Yes. Only one district is predominantly. They lumped Birmingham and Montgomery in the same district. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's what I'm Shout saying. That like, there's, there's so much within the system that is broken that just needs to be disrupted. That needs to be like, we we can't keep following your rules and expecting things to change because they're not. But it, I I think it goes back to and, and so it, lay in the street and get arrested. Lay in the street and get arrested. And but also you going back to the quote of you have to liberate your oppressors as much as you liberate yourself. Like I'm sorry, people. Yes, you work hard. Yes, you're raising your kids. Yes, you want them to go to school and shit. You have to get into the political sphere. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's it. Like you, it, it has to be everybody. It can't just like because I think Colin Kaepernick is a great fucking example of the best and the worst things that have happened in terms of like recent activism, because I think Colin Kaepernick hit it on the head in terms of like every single metric of like, this is how this is, this is peaceful protest. There's nothing wrong here, but also the, the ginormous wave of backlash that he caught was greater than just like letting someone have a moment. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let you finish real quick. Colin Kaepernick is a NFL football player. I am very aware of okay, Colin okay. Kaepernick. He is not a part of NWA. <laughs> yeah. um, or, or the NWO. Right. Or NWO, yeah. Or the NFL. Right. Or the NFL. Wow. Too damn dark. <laughs> 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 dark quick. <laughs> but, but I think that was the thing is, is you know, people, like, look at how the right mobilized to boycott. Yeah. To, and, and, and then they always talk about, like, cancel culture, woke culture. These motherfuckers get awake when they want to. They just don't call it woke. Mm, right. Whenever they want to hate a black do with a fro for like kneeling during the national anthem even though he was talking to the military individuals finding out how cool it was like look is this okay like i just i'm making my i just i have this on my chest mm-hmm. uh they it, they they will rise in such greater numbers whereas with us because i think the populist which is the majority of americans they're just working they're just trying to pay their bills they're in debt they have kids to raise mm-hmm. i think that we 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 don't mobilize that quick because we don't have the 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 rancor that the right has to like just get so angry about something like Colin Kaepernick. I disagree. I disagree. Explain. I th- I think it's we don't mobilize as quick because we're comfortable. Uh, no, and, but I think comfort and, plays yeah, a role for uh, sure. And, for sure. And I think we don't mobilize as quick because we don't have the protective shield that is whiteness, the inherited emboldenedness right. that comes with being white in America of like, oh, I can do, you know, like how plenty of white people got no problem mouthing off to a cop. Right. You know. Correct. Because they feel protected by their inherent privilege. So we don't mobilize as quickly because we are not as comfortable but that's the feeling thing, like, like I can mobilize and I'm not going to get shot. We, we have to be willing, though. And see, um, th- this just came up recently in something I was listening to, watching or whatever. Um, they talked about the uh, Mamie Till situation. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the civil rights movement, what Mamie Till did, for those of you who don't know, Mamie Till was Emmett Till's mom. Um, Emmett Till was beat up really bad. And when they had his funeral in um, Chicago, mm-hmm. she made a point to say, keep his casket open. Let so them see his face. Let yeah. them see his face. That was such a, a big thing that it that because of that, there was there was legislation put into place. There were people who were like, oh, shit, we we can't let the world see us like this. So. Mm-hmm. White folks were like, yo, like we, we don't want to be the people that beat up a 14 year old black mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to be that. But it takes 
making those type of moves because that had to be. I'm, I'm just saying that had to be heavy as hell for a mother mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Keep his casket open. Let the world see what the United States did to my boy. Mm-hmm. Like that had to be heavy. But that's the things that we have to do. Like I mean, going back to Greta Thornburg, like we we have to be willing to disrupt shit in a way that it makes other people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. even if it makes us uncomfortable. Like when we talk about the great leaders of the civil rights movement. Dr. King went to jail. Malcolm X went to jail. Angela Davis went to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Asada Shakur. Asada Shakur went to jail and now Fled. lives in Cuba yeah. because, you know, Mumia Abu-Jamal went to jail. Like, there are all of these people who were shifting culture. Huey Newton went to, like, I can keep naming people who went to jail but were mm-hmm. willing to go to jail because they were fighting for liberation. I'm going to say right now, and this is no shot against uh, Sean Jane Fonda King. went to jail. Shane Fonda went to jail. Many times. <laughs> Sean King has not gone to jail. Um, D-Ray, the d- dude in the blue vest. Sh- he went vest. to jail. D-Ray went to jail for what? That blue vest. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I think he, he got hemmed up by t- cops. Tamika Mallory has not gone to jail. Mm-hmm. And this is not saying anything against him. Like, I'm, I'm, I've, I got to a point where I said I wasn't going to shit on Sean King, even though I didn't like anything about him. I don't um, like his hairline. I don't like, like, shit, don't about like shit about Sean King. King. But, but, but. The, the leaders that we have now pushing at least the black agenda in a certain direction, they're not going to jail. Mm. They're, 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 they're making social media posts. Mm. And if you're making social media posts, but you're not willing to Studio go to jail. gangsters. Yeah. 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 Like, like, mm. like put yourself in a position where you'll get arrested and then other people will be like, whoa, they'll arrest her. And we're going to get arrested too. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that's I think across the board we live in a world of studio gangsters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet has made us all thugs from social, behind. Social media warriors. Yep. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and you can have a whole like you can hold court on Twitter and have you know retweets and people just clapping for you, raising you up, blah 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 blah. But it's not. I don't want to say it's not real, but it doesn't have the same. It's aff- not real. It's I not mean, real. Yeah, you can. I guess yeah, yeah. you can make the argument. The, the internet's not real. Like. The perfect example I give of that, um, and I tell people all the time, I knew for a fact the internet wasn't real when he's a rapper. Lil Boosie <laughs> did a I thing. Yeah. Lil Boosie did a Lil thing. Lil Boosie? No, no, Boosie. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Boosie. We don't want Boosie mad. Yeah. <laughs> but Lil Boosie did a thing, and in doing a thing, the internet yeah. went wild. Yeah. And Boosie... Boosie. <laughs> Boosie. Boosie. That's not me, Boosie. All right? Don't shoot at me. Had a show that still sold out. Yeah. Like, at that point, I was like, okay, we care on the internet. We don't care in real life. No. I mean, let me flip this. Just This is me just playing devil's advocate uh, uh, on this. Similarly, Kevin Spacey allegedly... Did some things. Mm-hmm. No, and, he, and, no, and, no, he got convicted of some things. Did he? Yeah, he recently got cleared in that country. In that country, yeah, yeah, of for all some charges uh, for some other for things. some other shit. Yeah, did he get convicted? Oh yeah, I never saw a conviction come through. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I don't think he was charged for the. For yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. I don't think he ever got charged, charged for convicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never got charged right. for anything. You cook. I'm gonna look. look it up. Kevin Spacey got you know um, accused of certain things. Right. Charge is, uh, and the internet lost its shit, and Kevin Spacey immediately lost all of his, you know, like 
current contracts. He was Correct. working on House of Cards. That shit got changed real quick. Correct. Shout out to the writers uh, for pivoting really quickly. Um, and like ostracized, exiled, etc. Because of the of what happened on the internet, mm-hmm. now it's come to light this week that you know, like a jury. Dropped all charges, cleared right. him of all charges in the UK. Right. Uh, and still, that motherfucker ain't never getting his career back. So. Because the internet, you know, crucified him. So when I say it's not and real, I'm not, though. And I'm not saying I'm defending it. I'm no, just, no, 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 you right. know. When, when I say it's not real, though. What, what Kevin Spacey does is he still has to answer to studio execs. He still has to answer to um uh, the culture. A, 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 no, not not just not the culture. A, a, a higher power. A, how, a higher. Like he doesn't make his Echelon. own movies. He doesn't make his own movies. He doesn't write his own movies. He doesn't direct his own movies. Mm. He's an actor. So put pressure on the people above him, and then then they fold, right? Mm. But when you look at the people in 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 a lot of spaces who don't have to deal with that, like Boosie, like. R. Kelly. Bussy. R. R. Kelly. I mean, everyone knew. R. Kelly about R. didn't. Kelly yeah, for a like R. Kelly didn't get. Like R. Kelly could still sell out a concert right now. Easy. That's sad. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is sad <laughs> as shit. Right. Like R. Kelly could still sell out a concert. There are um, there are comedians who were canceled, who could still sell out a show. Bill Cosby. Bill. Co- Tell me a Bill Cosby show in Chicago wouldn't go, or in Philly where he's from. Shit, I, I'd go. I mean, wow. I would. I would. I just want to hear what the cops got to say. Yes. So yes. I would get. I would look it up on Twitter it, 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 or as X. Let's move. Let's move out of this space. Let me get this off. Yeah, I, 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 let let's get out of here, people. We've got quite a few more to talk about. I think Rooster was already trying to. You were trying to volley me for a segment for a transition here, but we're getting into our next segment, which is one of us doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Here's the real question. Rooster, you, you really I, did set up some really great volleys to transition into this segment. Yeah, he, he was and, pushing. He was pushing. I, okay. I, I dropped no, it. Or good. Paul interrupted. No, I'm going to go with Paul no, interrupted. No, no, no. Yeah, blame me. I'm not even a regular here. <laughs> yeah, no, clearly, clearly, I've only been here twice. What's uh, the question? Have you uh, gotten rid of your ex yet? Uh, are you still <laughs> on mean, ex? Nah, I still fuck with all my exes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so just to give the uh, listeners some background, uh, Twitter is now officially going to be known as X. I still have Twitter. No, it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's convoluted. It's changing. Yeah. If you go to Twitter, like the, the handle at Twitter, it's uh-huh. gone now. It's and gone. now it's just at X. X. I think I saw something. They were asking for my opinion on a survey. And I'm like, my opinion is fuck you. This is it, man. I'm out. I'm leaving. This is it. I've, I had, and, and, and I've, well, I'll, I'll be heavier on threads. Wait, wait, wait. To, to, to clarify my understanding, cause again, I don't know what we're talking about is that, Twitter mm-hmm. is rebranding as X yes. the way that Facebook rebranded as Meta no. in that it's going to become a no. parent company to so many other things. Like they're going to try no. to do banking. They're going to do cryptocurrency. I wish. No. That's what I read. Mm-hmm. Twitter, no? Twitter rebranding as X is the same as. Fact check this. Um, shit. What what would be this? It's a I, name I made, change. I made a Facebook it's post a about this. I said, is what it is. <laughs> if McDonald's changed their name to Z, would they do that? No, because it's stupid. Like right. it, it <laughs> like Elon wants X to be 
meta similar so uh-huh. like there is some truth to that but he's getting rid of the bird he's getting rid of oh. a tweet now i think they're called like zeets but with oh, an x lord okay but, and and it, d- did you see that x is trademarked yeah by microsoft <laughs> what and Mic- one. microsoft's own owns an x trademark mm-hmm. um microsoft owns the x yeah, yeah. microsoft owns the x Facebook, yeah, owns Meta X also. owns X. Uh, PlayStation, yeah, owns X, and they're like, I think I, what I read said there were seventy three. I could be making it was it was less than a hundred, but a high enough number of trademarks for the letter X in the way they were designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's one of those things where they said many people may be coming after. Um, Elon Musk slash X, they may be suing him because X has so many trademarks. Like you just can't hit unless he can show that his X is different from all of these other <laughs> trademark X's. Uh-huh. Um, what what I see is I see a guy failing. Hard. I mean, he spent forty four billy, right, billy to just have his to 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 be at the front of the class of his little social media empire Mm-mm. and ruined it and also i was thinking about this earlier today the concept of edge lords needs to be public knowledge what is an edge lord so you know what an incel is right clarify no? you know what an incel no, no, i've is? heard the word so an incel is it's involuntarily celibate Okay. So it's these guys who just live on the internet and they usually just bitch about like women and but, culture, but it's like you're just mad because you don't get laid. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. sort okay. of whatever. Edge lords are, are some. There, are there gay incels? Oh, I'm positive there are. Right. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it would seems have like, to be. right? Yeah. It, would, it would have I don't think it's like, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's heteros. No, but I don't, I don't see like. I, I've what never they would see, be mad about? Yeah. Like, like what the are, you on, are, are you on gay Twitter? They be mad. No, okay, so that's yeah, why you don't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. yeah, they're like, really? When you think about it, a top is a bottom, and it's like, I don't know. Like, it's like, shut the fuck up, incel. Um, Edge lords are similar to, to to incels, but basically, they're I guess what they're trolls has kind of taken over as the name, but edge lords are really these individuals who just say flagrant shit on the internet for clickbait for clout, and it's been this way since twenty. 12. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Elon looks to is these edgelord fans of his, these 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 cult of Elon folks who just think he's always a step ahead of things, really in the know, maybe Illuminati adjacent. <laughs> like it, it it's insane the the, the things that the that these folks think. Uh, but I, I I think that with this new rebranding, it's 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 an attempt to kind of say Okay, I really he needs a fresh start. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of Eli's fresh start for shit. I'm out. You out. And it's sad because God damn it, did I have a great time on Twitter? Shout out to J- at Jack. Uh-huh. You're gone, Jack. We miss you. <laughs> you founded this shit. I had weird times. I had great times. My DMs were cool. Uh, my favorite thing on Twitter to ever do, ever, and I did this for fucking years because you couldn't do it on Facebook to the same degree. Just when I would be out at clubs, drunk as shit, just live tweeting. Best shit ever. Yeah. Miss I, that. I guess we're going to threads. Uh, it's 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 not the same. I, I'm going to be there. I'll be there. I'm, I am on there. You know what? I, I the, the When I saw 
Well, because you were like my Twitter friend for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it was always like, oh, there's Paul, and Paul yeah. would just be talking some music shit. Twitter was was the place though yeah. for a while. And, and like you said, so it was, was MySpace. It was for me. Twitter was the in the moment live space. Like you started live tweeting whatever was going on where you were, and you would start. People would start like, oh shit, like. Jumping on your thread. Well, now yeah. I think you do it in t- like it's on Instagram. Yeah. Well, no, no. Paul does it on Instagram now, where he'll just go live or he'll just start recording yeah. himself yeah, and yeah. put it on yeah. on on his stories. But like, yeah, like that that was all written out for a long time. Yeah. With Paul, yeah, yeah. like, yo, my hood's crazy. Yeah. I just seen blah blah blah. blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah. That, 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 that. Are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? It's, it's Elon. He heard yeah, it. Yeah, Why yeah, have yeah, you yeah. muted that shit? I, I, it was off. I don't know how. Put it on vibrate. It, it was like, on vibrate. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, I, like, I have no Elon, idea what's going on. Elon, bro. Elon was <laughs> like, fuck this conversation. I mean, but that's the thing, too, with like what, what the current state of Twitter in terms of like you were talking about trending topics and like you can just jump on there and see what, what what's trending. You can't if what's trending is anything negative against Twitter or Elon or yeah. positive about any th- competitor. But see, like, I, it is I, hard. I, Hardcore suppressed. I heard that Threads was, I heard, so I, once again, this is one of those, where did you get your news from? I mm-hmm. heard that Threads was going, was working on, um, was pushing for, to kind of make Threads a happy place. Yeah. So to mm-hmm. keep the political shit out. I to, feel like it's Twitter with training wheels. That's what right, I always tell people. Right. And so from that perspective, like, I think we need Twitter or something like Twitter Fair. Because it does become the public square. Have become, you been to the spill yet? I have not. I'm thinking about spill. Blue sky. Here's the problem with spill. I think spill launched at a really bad time. Mm-hmm. They launched and then threads launched, and it mm-hmm. was like, yo, like, um, and I don't know that I need any more social media. Yep. Cookie said no. Yeah, Cookie said I don't need any more social media. That's yeah. right. The verdict is out. But yeah. I think it's I think I'm 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 walking away. I think I'm walking away from Twitter finally. From this made up space. It, it was is. it was a glorious space. I mean the things I mean, because there were times I had conversations with fucking celebrities. Yeah. And and it, it could just happen. My husband regularly tweets Eva. Yeah. Like regularly. It, just, it would just happen. <laughs> Twitter was the first place that I got officially catfish. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I met I met a chick on Twitter. She was we started tweeting back and forth, and then she was like, hey, you know, slid in the DMs. We started having those conversations. The next thing you know, she was like, we should meet. And I was like, yeah, let's meet. And we met. Mm. And she was not the picture not she the sent. Not Avi. She was not. The, Twitter was where I learned that the DMs are nasty. Mm. Yeah. Had yeah. I was a young, you know, just not. Was Twitter, I, was like, I was like Bambi, just was walking Twitter out Twitter first the with world. the DMs? Twitter, yeah, yeah because so. because Facebook DMs they halfway existed, but it was most like because you remember back in the day, twenty tens ish, you would just post on your friend's page. Yeah, you would post mm. directly to their yeah, page. Yeah, you'd right. be like, Jimmy, what are you doing this afternoon? Blah right. blah blah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and and I think Twitter was first with like where you could actually just mm-hmm. direct message someone and no one else on could the see low. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now um, you can if, if somebody is of a certain status on Twitter, you can't unless you buy the verified check mark. Oh yeah, the verification. I, recent, on I recently ass. tried that to like send a message to someone to invite them on a podcast, and it was like you can't message this person. I was like, oh yeah. Well, I ain't paying eight dollars to message this nah, person. Hell, <laughs> no, not worth it. I'll find them on Meta. Yeah, them up on threads. So when when I I got here and I was watching Chibi write out the the show, and he wrote for this topic, X is going to give it to you. And I went, how do you know what that is? Mm. Like, like, like there's no way you, you, <laughs> I wrote that. And then he said, 
Rooster gave me that. I said, oh, okay, because clearly. I was like, there's no way he knows X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. Uh Uh-uh. Absolutely not. But you know what we do know now? I do have something for going down in the DMs later. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll get there. We're going to stick on this social media bandwagon. How much? How much for a gram? Because there's some shit that we know now. And it's otherworldly. Former U.S. intelligence official David Grush says under oath the U.S. government possesses UFOs and non-human bodies. That alien shit is real. Why are we not more panicked or anything? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And and you know what's funny? And I think I don't remember if Paul was on that sh- that pod, but early pod, it was either the first or the second. The one. UFO, yeah. We yeah, were yeah. talking about exactly that. Yeah. And now we're full circle. And now here we are again. Um. None of this feels new. No, I'll say that. Really, man. Mm, None of this I'm feels mad. new. I'm mad. Because like, I think you're right. You know, like, yeah, we, of course. We watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Aliens, X Independence Files. Day, X, all that shit. And then it comes to light. And I, I will say this. I saw this morning, I saw like a, 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 a tweet or something where it was saying like, you know, like all of these findings about, you know, like the U.S. with all of these like UFO sightings and all of this. And it's like these aliens are damn respectful of the Mexican and Canadian borders because it seems like it's only happening in this country. I think in the reporting aspect, it does. Because shit, I, 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 I saw that same thing. I don't believe it at all. I know Mexicans from Mexico who have seen aliens and seen all kinds of shit. Like, it happens everywhere. I have a question. Yeah. Go to Thunberg. Alien? Um, do we, do y'all feel like we should, the masses should know about this? Is this something yeah. that the masses should know about? I yeah. absolutely agree. Yeah. Okay. You disagree? I disagree. Is it, I, I don't. I don't think the. Ma- I mean, I, I. I go back to the the infamous quote from Men in Black One: "A person is smart. A person is smart. People are people dumb. are dumb." And that's that's why I say I don't think the masses should know but about. But when it. you say no, what do you mean? Like the full <laughs> full context, or just what we already now? Because I think no. the masses know that aliens exist. I, no, I, I disagree. Know, I disagree. No? I, th- yeah, I don't think the masses know. But I, I. So when I say no, I think that I I am still very much a believer that certain things should be government secret. I, 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 sure. I, because I think that once you, similar to the idiots who tried, who planned to storm Area 51 a few years back, where they were like, yo, like. You know like, what's funny is they're kind of, they were kind of right. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, no. They, they were, were kind of right. But yeah. But, but it, once, once the, 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 the masses know that aliens exist, I don't know that the masses become respectful of, the idea, the technology, whatever it is that small group is mm-hmm. going to deal with, understand, like, I don't think when you look at lo- groups of people, like, groups of people just want to see an alien. Like, groups of people just want to... Little green men. Right. Or green And, and, and fuck them. Yeah. And, and, and fuck them. Um, Listen, no, the amount of horny... I want to bone alien reels <laughs> that popped up on Instagram immediately wow. after this. Yeah. It's so, Hi. So wow. it's... it's I, I, 
I don't. Now I don't know where I stand on it. I just don't know that a it should be. Bone and alien? No, no. I know oh. where I stand on bone and aliens. <laughs> you do it. And the answer is Fuck the yeah, shape of water. It. Yeah, like yeah. who wouldn't? That was the entire premise of the shape of water. Right. It was right. The, the fish man. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. see it, but I, I kind of got the idea of it. You should see it. It's a great movie. Yeah, uh, you, you you championed a Nick Cage movie. A few no, I did ago. not. No, I did I, not. I championed a whole That's that motherfucker over there. And I, I, I sat here. It. I sat here talking to you about how yeah. I saw two Nick Cage movies this month, and that was too too many. All right. Okay, that's that's what you say. But pre pod <laughs> anyway, but we weren't on air. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know. When I saw the story, when I saw the alien, uh, David Grush is his name, I guess. When I saw the him testify and I was like I don't know how much of this should be public because mm-hmm. I don't trust people mm-hmm. like I don't trust people so I, I agree but I think I think it's about what we know and I think we're still getting it in bits and pieces like if right. we were to find out that like no that Area 51 shit was actually like we stopped an alien invasion right like i'd be like whoa mind blown and mm-hmm. maybe that's too much information so secrets are are necessary mm-hmm. i think and maybe this is the title of the pod is that we need to define the culture define what culture though all culture like cuz so that's that's my point is when you were saying that like you can't trust people i think that's the reason we can't trust we can trust individuals and we can't trust people is because we don't have a culture that we trust and I think that's what I'm saying. If we can trust on some like infinity war shit that we're going to step up and do the right thing, which probably not. We're just going to fuck a lot of aliens. No, don't, don't look up is a much better representation right, of what will right, actually right. happen. And, and that's what I'm saying is we need, to, we need to do the exact opposite. We need to we need to start questioning everything. If I don't know, like, I mean, it's come out as potentially very, very true that like we're not alone in the universe and that there's other beings out there floating around. And now I'm looking at my fucking car differently, my car payment <laughs> differently. I'm looking at my job differently. Look, I think it says a lot that, you know, uh, that if indeed we have made contact with alien races and they have decided to be like, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave you alone. That says right. a lot about where we the are thing as a is, planet. If and alien as a races have made it to us. We've never made it to them. No. So that tells me that they are way far more advanced than we are. They, 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 came, they came through and they were like, yeah, they're still in the remedial courses. We'll yeah. be back yeah. in a few <laughs> thousand right. years. Have you been to Earth? <laughs> uh, with this also came out this, um, this interesting article uh, that my husband shared with me about the Voyager satellite, the one that went out to like Saturn ish. And then like, that was as far as like they were ever going to have communication from it. They knew that like at a certain point we were going to lose communication and that was it. You know, we just sent it out never to return. Well, it recently started sending stuff back. Oh, I didn't see that. It started sending information back. It popped up out of nowhere. And this information was new. Inf- it was not the information that it had been programmed with. Mm. Oh, and apparently damn. there's a, a... They took the rims off our satellite. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. In, in that apparently there's some sort of like... Comp- I don't know if it's a compact disc, but there's some something on every satellite or whatever that we send out into space. There's an archival disc of like, here's humanity and everything that humanity has been in recorded history. They so send if, that bag with like, so if, any, so if anybody, <laughs> finds, if it ever gets found, like they can get a brief history of the human race, I guess. Well, it was coming and it was not having said compact disc on said satellite. It was coming back with a 
dick pic from the aliens <laughs> like y'all stupid y'all stupid a bunch of aliens like fuck y'all yeah. but yeah this satellite recently re-popped back up started sending a new signal looked like it was coming back towards earth with Damn. now a signal that we did not program it with they bootlegged our shit oh man I'm not mad at it I'm not mad at it either I, mm. that's our fault for sending it that far <laughs> out there without Here, anybody here's the question <laughs> at what at what point do we get fearful <sighs> Mars attacks Mar okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pr pr Prometheus. I'm, I'm with it. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what was that one with uh, what's his what's his face? God, uh, the one from Jurassic Park about the black Event Horizon. Oh, dude, do not let Event Horizon. Do happen. not let Event Horizon happen. Yeah, oh, I, was some... I, I, I was thinking more of like, um, uh, nope. <laughs> dude, nope is great. Nope is probably actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Currently. Like, that's what we're talking about. They are there. They are hiding. Yeah. They occasionally, like, pop out and somebody sees them. They're like, ah! And the government's like, nothing to see here. Yeah. It's a weather balloon. <laughs> Chinese weather balloon. Uh, this isn't uh, China, but apparently this... in the Miss Italy pageant, uh, more than 100 trans men entered the Miss Italy pageant in protest of women for birth rules. <laughs> Chibi, I don't know what you're talking about. So I was actually going to bring this up under major news events recap because I thought it was going to be a perfect segue from like, we just have to make people uncomfortable and yes. disrupt the system. Yes. So the Miss Italy pageant recently barred trans women from competing in the pageant because they said in order to compete in the pageant you must have been a woman from birth mm. you must have, you must have been assigned female at birth shout out to miss canada though and shout so, out to miss canada though i uh, know paul knows what we're talking yeah, about no, no. <laughs> shout out to miss canada damn it damn it That's she's a, deep a woman cut. oh yeah we're not denying uh, yeah, that yeah we're not denying it at all yeah so in protest of this in the recent pageant 100 trans men entered the Miss Italy pageant. I just realized what that says. A hundred trans, trans men, men entered, entered the, the Miss, Miss Italy pageant to be like, well, I was assigned woman from birth. I guess I'm in the pageant. I qualify. Me, yeah. By your rules, I qualify. Uh, yes. As a form of protest, and it has made the Miss Italy pageant very uncomfortable. I don't know what's going to come of this. This is as far as the story as I've said. But I, I felt like it was worth mentioning in terms of like other ways that we are protesting and being like, your rules are fucking ridiculous, and let me show you why. Something to keep an eye on. Ultimately, I think where we're landing is we respect the, the protest. We respect oh, yeah. the challenge of the rules and how they, they're laid out to, again, and, weed out trans women. And for what? And right. and to bring it back to the, you know, like a discomfort and disruption of it all here in this country. Right. It's where you've had a lot of trans men openly come out and be like, so you want me to use the women's bathroom? You want me in the bathroom with your wife, with your daughter? Like, and these are trans men right. that... You know, to use a really problematic term, but like are unclockable. Right. Right. Like right. you look at this person, you're like, that's a man externally Just presents as a man. Unclockable internal. problematic. I think it's, a, it's, it's. I don't think unclockable is problematic. And, uh, but I think there's a, think there's it, another term the, the pro, that the, equals the problematic aspect to this is that if for some reason the then therein lies the uh, the underlying tone of like if you're not unclockable you're somehow they're, not that gender. They're beyond gotcha. like the androgyny. Clocking. They're beyond clocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and but that, the clockable ones. That's who we got. And that's the kind of disruption that we've seen in this country of like 
trans man being right. like, you want me in the bathroom with your wife? You want this in the bathroom with your wife? Right. Right. That makes you comfortable? No, I don't think it does. So let me use the bathroom of my choice. And, and you don't. I, oh, but I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not on gay Twitter. Like, I don't see. X. Oh, <laughs> I'm not on gay X. Um, no, you're not. Because <laughs> that's a different site. <laughs> I don't see the protests pro or against trans men. I don't see it. Exactly. I only see exactly. the protests pro or against I know why. Trans, trans women. women. Like mm -hmm. trans men. Because this country has a problem with femininity. Okay, and, that too, and, yeah. It's it's it, I think it cuts in equal parts to oppressing of women in general, but then also just homophobia. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of men who would just be shook and this is why we keep bringing up Miss Canada because this came up years ago where Paul and I Miss Canada was like runner up or something like that in the Miss Canada or one Miss Canada and was yeah, a trans won. woman. Yeah. Yeah, she won. And it was like, whoa, like this is a gorgeous woman. And I remember many conversations with many heterosexual men, mm, maybe not, uh, who. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Who it became this whole question of like their own like attractiveness to this person. And it's like, bro, she's clearly an attractive woman. Like, yeah. it doesn't make you gay. Straight because men can be yeah. attracted to trans women because you're a man that's attracted to a woman. Right. Period. And that's where homophobia and patriarchy are so deep where it's like, like now I'm questioning if this woman is a woman. It's like, you're, dude, just no, she it. is. And chances are, if you're being this weird about it, they don't want to fuck you anyway. Whoever they are, man, <laughs> woman, trans, no matter what. That part. Yo, lame dick needs to go stay over there on that side of Italy. And I think to to your point, Paul, like it really is because of the femininity of it all. Right. Right. And I, 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 right. I think that's part of the the like I have never in the spaces that I move in never seen anybody complain about a trans man in any space mm -hmm. like trans men just exist trans men are are just allowed to exist allowed to go wherever they want to go in spaces that i'm in right mm -hmm. but when i see it i've seen trans women in spaces and people are like yo hella uncomfortable about it yeah and i think that goes back to you know the problematic nature of being clockable is that oftentimes trans men can pass pretty easily as a man in some way, shape, or form. Right. Whereas trans women, the, a lot of people still see them as a man in a dress. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because, you know, unless you have the kind of like money and resources and healthcare and accessibility to be able to undergo all the surgical procedures right. and tests and um, hormone therapy that you need to present in a state that society deems as what a woman is right. and should look like, then. They are often demonized because they don't, you know, like in society's eyes, they don't, quote unquote, look like women. So why is this man trying to be a woman? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, switching gears. So uh, <laughs> let's yeah. hear what the people got to ask or say. Because the people of Italy are telling us what they think. And they said, fuck your roles. So what are the people in our DM saying? It's going down in the DMs. What's going down in the DMs? So this just came in. This is hot. Uh, Let me check mine real quick. Not that anyone ever DMs me. <laughs> uh, from the homegirl Allie. This is hilarious to me because 
I think it's a genuine ask for like assistance. And I'm like, hmm, okay, like we got to put maybe a serious hat on. I don't know. Mm. Uh, okay, I know y'all are in an advice podcast, lol, but have you guys ever had an ex where it didn't feel over for like a long time? Like the door had always stayed open for them at least a little bit. And if so, what finally closed the door? I'm going through it right now and I'm tired, lol. I need an ending. Uh. <clears throat> And so, like, again, the first ha-ha that I, like, there's the ha-ha me. Uh, let me take another ha-ha for this. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, more ha-ha. Uh, the first ha-ha for me is, like, bro, yo, it's okay to have the revolving door X. Like, you know, they exist. They pop back up. And you know what? You, you, you're you on, you're on, you're on, uh not just a bad time but it's just kind of like you ain't ready time mm. you, you're just living through it time uh it's not serious but then there's like the serious part of it where it's like okay let's yeah some advice for yeah. the for the homie what closes the door i think it's loneliness i think fear of the future i i think sometimes Especially when you have an ex, because I have many exes who, shout out to them, were pretty cool. Uh, it becomes this thing of you hang on to the memories and the wishing. The idea of what the relationship could have been yeah. versus what the person actually is. Right. And yep. it's not until they literally slip in mud or, well, I said literally, I meant metaphorically. <laughs> That's a haha. Um <laughs> It's not until they metaphorically slip in mud and you let they you see them in their like just trash self mm -hmm. that you're like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Yep. And you got to you got to love yourself more. You got to I have some other advice that I'm going to kind of table for a hot second. I'm going to throw it to y'all. Uh, relatable. My actual like the, the, the first person I ever fell in love with would became an on and off not actual relationship for about seven years. Yeah. And there's this constant like back and forth of in and out of each other's lives for a very long time to the point where like, I remember us saying like, I think we're going to be in each other's lives for the rest of our lives. Like it was just this inevitable, like back and forth that kept happening as toxic as it was. What was the breaking point? Was it official or just always a situation? Always a situation. Okay. I think maybe we had like one month where we were like, Oh, this is actually a thing. Right. Uh, but it was always in between things. Things mm. and and what it eventually was the like oh I think it's time to stop this was I developed a heroin addiction he got clean and I was left with nothing but a heroin addiction mm. and then I was like yeah like that bitch like okay like this happened because of how much I loved you that like I went down this path with you and then you went off and started living your life and now here I am and my life is fucking shitty and so then post that after getting clean was this realization how old were you when it started uh like 14 15 like like oh, it, this was, this, was yeah this was shit. like first love yeah. yeah that went from like 14 yeah. years old all the way to like 22 years old like, i almost want to i almost want to like bluetooth alley on this call <laughs> just for more details uh but it was this moment of like you know what for as much as what we had and how intense the emotions were and what maybe i think we could have been and how close we were because there was like a serious closeness there um we're not good for each other <laughs> and i right. don't we don't need to pursue this any longer you know um live your best life bye
and I, I think that's the thing, though, from from my perspective, it's it's you have to realize that what it is now is all it's ever going to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to mm-hmm. be better than this. Once, like it, it's. And I'm not saying that developing a heroin addiction should be like the line that you draw in yeah, the yeah. sand, like until you get there. I'm just saying that's yeah. what it was for me. But, but, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, definitely if it gets there. Yeah, but I, I think you, you, the, the, the thing. Because I'm thinking like, I had, I had an on and off again situation with a, a woman that I ended up marrying. Like we got married. Like that. That's how. But it was, it was toxic as fuck. Like mm. it was toxic, but. In us finally saying, look, this doesn't work for us, to this to this day, she's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. We just realized relationship wasn't it for us. And and so I, you just have to get to a place where you say, look, this, this has no real place for me as a relationship. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we can exist as friends. And if and if you can, great. But you have to make that decision, like, look. And the, respect that boundary. And respect that boundary. Both right. them and yourself. Right. Because sometimes right. you're the one who was like, oh, I mean, I put this boundary in here, but God damn. Yeah. I've yeah, had yeah. a few drinks. And and, 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 and I'll <laughs> say this. Look, I'll say this and I, I, she won't listen because she doesn't listen to shit I do. Um, I'm pretty sure no, like that side of my world. Paul explains the world coming soon. <laughs> that side of my world won't, won't, um, won't even care. But like there were periods post our separation. Like, so we were separated. We hadn't officially divorced yet. That we were still in that weird, like, you know, what are you doing later? Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Want, you want to come yeah. over? And one day I just said, no. It was the fucking hardest no I've ever said in my up to that point in my life. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to come over. Because I recognized that what we were doing was volleying back and forth. Well, here's my question for you, though. Is what was the, I mean, you don't need details, but like, what was the bad like, why, why was it always volleying? Was it like just there was a chemistry issue? Was it like some toxic shit? Oh, I can. I, it, it's easy enough. I tell people mm-hmm. uh, we were young and we, for, for us, it was we never addressed the problem. Mm. Like the first time we broke up, it was because she... <laughs> She found condoms in my house. Uh, ah, <laughs> so you do know what condoms yeah. are. The first time we broke up, she found she found an open condom. This podcast had yeah. a twist <laughs> late in the game. We didn't even know. Snake eyes. Uh, so, so we break up, right? Like, <laughs> oh, you don't know what that represents. No, Don't I, listen I, to underrated favorites. So we break up yeah. because she found an open condom in my trash can. Uh-huh. And a couple of months later, we got back together but never address the cheating, right? We mm. just, it, it just like, it didn't happen. And yeah. then we were together for a couple of months and then we broke up for another thing. So it was thing. like tension. Yeah, throughout. Or like, just like yeah, barbs like, and little. She, mm. she, she would, she would <laughs> yeah. we, we, we joke about it now. Cause like I said, we're, we're the best of friends now, but we joke about like mm. the time she broke into USAA. Mm. Yes, broke into mm. USAA. To cuss your ass out. To make sure I was at work. Because uh, <laughs> I was working um, evenings. And yeah. so. To yeah, be fair, yeah, you yeah, cheated yeah, on yeah, her. Yeah, to be fair, I it cheated on her. It was a Saturday times. night you Dude, were working. She broke into USA. Be clear about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah. like, have you ever tried to go to USA? Yes. It's a fortress. It's a fucking fortress. Yes, yes. Yes. She broke into USA, drove uh, through parking lots looking look, for my car. All I'm saying is that is how toxic you become <laughs> when you when drive wrong. women yeah. to commit crimes yeah, yeah, just yeah. to make sure you're not being an infidel yeah 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 so but 
but it got to a point where it really did become for us. We you had like, your moment of clarity. Yeah, we were just mm-hmm. like, look, this this isn't it. This this isn't it. Like this back and forth just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation. Then we got a divorce. Not right away, but over some time, like we just became really good friends. Mm-hmm. Like, which is why I don't have a problem talking about it on the podcast. Cause like now yeah. mm-hmm. we're great. So to 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 the homie Allie. Allie who asked this, like be realistic about your shit. Yeah, you know? I, I like, think I think what we landed on, and 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 if y'all want to chime in on this, that's cool. I think the message that we're saying is, you have to love your best life that you want to live. Yes, more than the other person. Yes, because and stop being clouded by the best life that you think you could yeah. possibly live with right. the other person, and focus on the reality of it. So, advice for getting over somebody that you're having that sort of revolving door relationship with. Your advice was to get over someone, get under someone. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it goes I think living your best life, whatever that looks like for some people, I'll say it for me. A lot of times I just hold out. You know what, though? Huh. I, OK. And this is going to be. I, I can't speak for all men. And I, I, I'm saying this for cisgender heterosexual men in the circles that I run in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what gay men do. <laughs> I know that straight men, when we break up. Oh, we just go fucking. Mm. <laughs> we just go fucking and we fuck as much as we can to get it out of our system. I don't know if that's necessarily advice. No, 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 no. We're not saying that's advice. It's not advice, advice at all. Because I'm pretty sure gay men do the same yeah, thing. That, yeah. it, it's, it's a coping mechanism. It's not yeah. advice. How do you get over someone? You go know to what? therapy, friend. Nah. You know, I, I, love, I think, no, no, no. I, I, I think, love therapy, but I therapy a, for someone in Not a for someone, but I think it might be one of those, like, why were, to analyze, like, why were you in this relationship for so long if you knew that it wasn't good for you, right? See, I think that's normal people shit. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I say? I, I hear you. I, and, I, and I'm always pro-therapy, but like, so you know what? This is just me saying that I think we need to take back for the culture. Look, we don't need to go to therapy for everything. <laughs> okay? <laughs> shit. The number of I, the number of times I've gone, had couples therapy for in relationships is pretty high. Like, more really? uh, Oh, yeah. Compared to like, because I checked the numbers. I mean, many people don't. No, no. Yes. And then they usually only go once. Right. With the one person. I've been with two. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then kind of a half. Yeah, that's wild. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Because one was like, we need therapy, but let's go. You go therapy, I go therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't couples, but. Uh, so I'm just saying, I'm saying, yeah, focus on what I'm saying is focus on yourself, right? To right. get over to someone, focus on yourself. What makes you happy? What are your passions? You know what, what are I your hobbies? Say? Where are your friends? I always, you know? I always I have a, a friend of mine who I've been talking through a divorce and I tell her all the time, I said, you need to find your happy, mm-hmm. find your happy. And once you find your happy, whenever you're not happy, go there. Mm-hmm. Like whatever your happy is, and then go you, there. And then you get to a point where you decide if you want to let other people into your happy right, right. versus leaving your happy to be with other people. Right, and that's right. a healthy shit. It, it, right. Yeah. And, and it, you don't need therapy for that. You nah. just need to. I'll send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. That, that gets split three ways. I'm uh-huh. here and then it's the same thing with the horny, man. If you if you the type of person you're like, I'm I, I'm a sexually charged person. I need some of that. Be safe. Uh-huh. Be safe. Uh, first and foremost, don't uh, take Paul, Paul's advice <laughs> on this at all. What what advice? Yeah, he exactly. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. What condom? Yeah, you can be safe without condoms. What are we talking that's about? Yeah, here? know your status. Yeah, know, know, your status. know your status. Yeah, that's a big one. That's probably know bigger. your status. And that. you know what? 
in the podcast, let's not in the podcast, but let, let me just clear this up. Yeah, the way we cleared up that you, you, there's no racists over here. Let's clear up that Paul. The way you cleared up the syphilis. Yes, Paul, Paul is pro condom, <laughs> but 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 Paul is pro condom because Paul is anti kid. Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul has a couple of kids, and he's done. And Paul doesn't want any more kids. He's anti kid. Notice he didn't say anti STD. Well, I'm pro condom. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I can I can get treated for. Yeah, I can get treated for the STD. You can't get treated for a kid. <laughs> you can't get treated for kids. Ah, so is Paul also pro reproductive rights for women? I am very much oh, yeah, pro well, reproductive rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like. No, I just fact, want our listeners no, no, no. to know that you're not a, you're not a douchebag. No, no, no. I'm like <laughs> Paul hey, is the shit. I, 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 is the title I, of this episode. I, I, I will help you find clinic. Yeah. So thank uh, you, Allie, for getting in the DMs. The only other thing that I had in the DMs was Caitlin mentioning the strike, which uh, I feel like still going bad. It's still going on, and I think the the only thing if for whatever reason this has not been made uh, uh, apparent to you this strike is about 85 percent of the people that are on strike right now do not make more than twenty six thousand dollars a year right as a as a working actor or working writer i'm just letting you know that right now that is a fact so this is not about rich people fighting rich people or whatever the case that may be. This is about working class people just trying to like make it, uh, make it by, get health insurance and be paid for their work. Most people don't know that though. Yeah, I know. Most, most people don't know how little actors get paid. Like not everybody's gonna be- Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, right? <laughs> not everybody's gonna be Viola Davis. Not every, like, matter of fact, we have Meryl Streep and Viola Davis, but then <laughs> after that, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Most actresses, Actors, actresses, yeah. whatever the label is, like, aren't fact, making. The, the demands are so small that all they asked for was that the what the studios <sighs> are providing in compensation for like healthcare and whatnot to be raised to the same level as inflation has. Yeah, and they don't want to do, do that. So essentially, yeah. the studios like, not only are we not rising to that, you're getting a pay cut because you have to pay more. Yeah, because we won't cover as yeah. much. All you so. have to do is look at any major motion picture and like after the top five people, when it starts getting into, you know, bathroom guy, cheese guy, yeah. guy teacher, all those people, those people need to get paid too. Mm -hmm. Or, or the other thing I always tell people, you can, you can tell if you go to somebody's IMDB, mm -hmm. like if you look at Will Smith's IMDB, he probably has 20 movies. You look at Joe Smith's IMDb, he's in like 80 movies yeah. because he's not making any money doing movies. Mm -hmm. He's just doing every movie he can to make a living. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you, you look at the people at the bottom of the list, they're they're every and the, un and uncredited. These, and uncredited. These are people, yeah. And these are people that are not necessarily trying to be the next Tom Cruise or Will Smith or right. whatever. Right. It's just, it's just what you use to make a movie and make real. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is your job. You're an actor. You play these side bits. You you come into on set. You do your bit and then you go home. Yeah. And like that's your job. And they're just not wanting to pay people a living wage to do said job. So if for whatever reason you are listening to this podcast and you are not in favor of the writer and acting strike that's going on right now, then do some research. I think we've given you enough to go off of that. Yes. Um, so with that being said, let's, let's, uh, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Shall we? I, think I got I, shit to do. I think we covered a lot. So do I. Shit. Oh, I got a good buzz. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> 
hate to be a buzzkill. We didn't cover the Sinead O'Connor of it all. No, we can right now. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. What yeah. else? I mean, like, I don't think we need to really talk a whole, whole lot. Sinead no. O'Connor is an icon. My wanting to bring this up was like, what did Sinead O'Connor mean to y'all? Because like, I think Sinead O'Connor for me was a little like I knew the one song and everything else that she did. Like, I, I wasn't watching SNL no, when I, she I did. did that. You know, like... I, she was in the margins of yeah. my upbringing. So, like, what did Sinead O'Connor mean to y'all? I'm going to try and answer this question as succinctly and quickly as possible. Sinead O'Connor was this, I think, a fantastic singer. I think um very knowledgeable person, but also... Someone who I think maybe resonates a little bit more, the lead singer of the Cranberries, mm. was in that vein of like came from like Ireland, the UK, and and not only like sang music to be a pop star, but was genuinely like a person who like some Greta Thunberg shit. took a stance on took things a, yeah, took yeah, yeah. many many stances destroyed her career Frank Sinatra threatened to punch her in the face after ripping up the Pope's picture on SNL mm-hmm. and that's high praise to have Frank Sinatra <laughs> want to punch you in the face Thanks. like I, I I do remember the, the Saturday Night Live moment and and not for nothing she was commenting in a way that like people to this day still don't which is the imperialism of religion mm-hmm. And it wasn't, and then everything that's come out about the Catholic Church afterwards, you know, all the the the, the atrocities and, and and such, and sexual abuse scandals, you know, she really was way ahead of everybody yeah. on all that. Yeah. Um, so I I think she is a I I don't know how to how to describe her because we when we view popular artists we view them in a through the lens of their success. Mm. And she really doesn't have the success of of, of uh, that that many would yeah. even well, put pin and, so highly. And, and she came out recently because she was asked about that SNL mm-hmm. uh, rip, where she was like, um, you know, did you do you regret it? Do you did you know that it was going to like destroy your career or whatever? And she's like, I didn't destroy my career. I destroyed you know like the houses in Beverly Hills that the executives of my record label were going to get, but right. like, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, like I lived my truth and I continue to stand by it. So yeah. real shit. Fuck capitalism. You yeah. know? So rest in power, Sinead O'Connor, cool. anything y'all are looking forward to this week? Uh, Paul, Talks about the world. What's it go? How's it called? Uh, When's that dropping? <laughs> the world according to Paul. The world it, according to Paul. The world oh, according to Paul. Wow. Uh, we're, we're dropping uh, mid-August. I'm looking mid-August. Uh, August the fifteenth, uh, I think, somewhere around there. That's okay. about middle yeah. of August. New podcast. Yeah, new podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We kill the Solo old podcast. Dolo. Yeah. And it's just you. It's just me talking about the world. Talking about yeah, everything that I feel like talking about. I'm gonna have a hard time co-signing this. Oh yeah, this, this, this is <laughs> no. My, go listen to the world. My 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 really good friend um, Taro. <laughs> they have a podcast called uh, Random Guys. I think I don't know what the fuck their podcast is called. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend with a podcast. Yeah. I don't know what the and fuck it's called. He's a really good friend. That's most of our friends actually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, he when I told him I was doing this, he said, "Wait by yourself," and I said, "Yeah," and he said. So who's going to filter you? And I yeah. said, are you going to Alex Jones this shit? No, that's that real shit. Yeah, that's like, like, like early Bill Simmons yeah, shit. Like, I'm yeah, with we're it. We're just, we're just doing it. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not, I said, uh, I, d- I decided after the last podcast, which was, was semi-successful. I was like, you know what? I, I like those people, but 
yeah, we're doing this by myself. You so. just can't rely on anyone but yourself. Yeah. So the world according to Paul, we're dropping. Uh, we're looking at our August fifteenth, uh, I think, like All that right. first, uh, not first, but second uh, uh, Tuesday. Be on the lookout. Yeah, be on the lookout. What are you looking forward to, Bruce? Uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, I have a new book coming out, and hey. in August it is going to be available for pre-sale through right about now. Officially. Yeah. You can go to wanpoetry.com slash rooster. And it'll be there. He's got his own landing page. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put it out there We've got enough. some incredible blurbs on the book. You got I'm the second saying, one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Lupe Mendes. Shout out to Jay Ward for some uh, fantastic words on the book. Uh, the book is well-deserved of all its praise. I highly encourage everyone to go and pre-sale it now. Uh, what are you excited for? I'm going to Lambda. Yeah. As of 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Going on uh, its trip. Rooster, uh, jet plane. Paul looks confused. Um, yeah. Going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to be at the airport at 4. And, and it's in Portland? Philadelphia. Philly. I right. wish it was in Portland. So this is my thing. Oh, okay. I thought you said Lambda. No. Lambda. I, yeah, I, I was like, Lambda Park? Like, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, deep, that's a deep cut right there. The, the Lambda Literary. What are you doing in Lambda Park? Emerging Writers Retreat. Okay, I am yeah, now no. officially a Tin House and Lambda Fellow. Yeah. That means something to some people. No, that's a lot. That means something to some people. No, that means a lot to no, a no, lot. Yeah, some, big yeah. shit. I, 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 I misheard and thought... Is he bragging about going to Lambda Park? Like, no, no, no. But on the Portland slash Philly of it all, this is where I'm not looking forward to this is that uh, like when I went to Tin House, that was in Portland and like day started at 9 a.m., which was no problem for me because that was 11 a.m. my time. Oh, right. East Coast. So like, fuck, yeah, I'm waking up at seven in the morning and I'm yeah. like, boop, boop, gonna go get my breakfast. I'm here. Nine a.m. We start workshopping. I'm, let me tell you about your poems. Mm -hmm. This is 9 a.m. East Coast, which means 8 a.m. my time. Yeah. Which means I got to be waking up like 6 a.m. my time. Yeah. Which is I don't function. <laughs> I don't function. So I have allegedly, I'm going to find a way through this. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. Um, but I'm very excited. Uh, the, You're going to be the, with some amazing writers. The writers that I'm going to be in community with seem pretty dope. Uh, probably the majority of next week's podcast, we might just talk about Lambda. I don't know. Um, Rooster's like, no. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in. Uh, but I'm very excited. Some of some of them I know, some of the, most of them I don't. And uh, it's going to be a very gay, very fantastic, very writer-filled week. Um, I'm, so final <laughs> uh, verdict on Haha -ha Tequila. I got a good buzz on it. I mean, I got a good buzz. I just, I don't know if I would buy it. Like, if I'm looking for a Blanco, I don't know if I'm going to spend 35 on a Blanco. Well, I mean, actually, it's actually a really smooth Blanco. Yeah. It's a really smooth Blanco. So, um... Haha, -ha, sponsor us. Send us your best shit now. There we go, right? Let me get your reposado. But, um, it's time to get the fuck out of here. Uh, Paul, if people want to find you and more information about your podcast, where can they do that? Um, social media. At Paul Did It. There we go. P-A-U-L-D-I-D-I-T. He did the new it. pod has a IG, right? The new pod has an IG. The uh, world according to pod, Paul. The world according to Paul podcast. There we go, Rooster. I'm just Big. in the ether, bro. But just... if people want to find out more information about the book that you have coming out, they can go to right about now. W A M Poetry, or go to Roost MTZ. Thank you, yeah. 
I'm out here in the fourth quarter looking bad. My name is Chibi. This has been a Gemini's production podcast. If you want to find more about me, it's at Gemini's G-M-I-N-E-Y-E-S. Until next time, people. We only got a couple more episodes until we take a break. So tune in. Yeah. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>